Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Build Your Network, episode 24. Hi, this is Dr. Ivan Meisner, founder of BNI. And if you want to learn how to network effectively, you should be listening to Build Your Network with my good friend, Travis Chappell. You have the ambition, the knowledge, and the experience, but still lack those relationships necessary for achieving true success. Welcome to Build Your Network, your guide to growing your inner circle, increasing your influence, and assisting others in reaching their goals. This is networking the way it should be, brought to you by your host, Travis Chappell. What is up and welcome to the one and only show that brings you tips and tricks on networking from the best experts around three days a week. Although they may not all be in the same field, every guest that comes on the show has one very important thing in common. They believe, as I do, that building relationships is crucial to achieving success in life. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest, but first... If you're listening to this, then there's a good chance that you're serious about building your network. If that's you, and only if you're serious, you should definitely check out my Facebook group, Build Your Network Beta. If you want more personal engagement, proven connection strategies and tactics, and some awesome giveaways like shopping sprees, Beats headphones, et cetera, et cetera, then head on over to byn.media forward slash FB to join the group, or you can search Facebook groups for Build Your Network Beta and join there. And once you do, please be sure to introduce yourself and say what's up, and I will catch you there. And now let's chat with today's guest, Thomas Lindsay. Thomas has 20 years insurance industry experience in C-level management, focusing on 
all aspects of workers' compensation, risk management, loss control, employee benefits, HR, payroll, and professional employer organization, or PEO, operations. Currently, he's the owner and CEO of Alternative Market Solutions and founder and host of Small Biz Brainiac, a podcast providing employer intelligence to small business owners. T-Rock, thank you so much for coming on the show today, brother. Why don't you go ahead and expound on that intro and tell us more about yourself? Sure. Hey, Travis, thanks for having me. Uh, well, that, I mean, that's a pretty succinct uh, uh, description. Um, on the personal side, uh, I I live in Gilbert, Arizona. I've been uh, married for 25 years, and we have a 14-year-old daughter and a two-and-a-half-year-old boy. And I love to mountain bike uh, when I'm not... I'm not working. Yes. In That's Arizona in the dead heat, huh? <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit more about the, about the, about the business to you. I know I said a lot of, a lot of words there, but, um, uh, for a lot of people may, might still be a little bit confused on exactly what it is that you do. Can you, can you take a second and just kind of expound a little bit more on the business side? You bet. So what a, a professional employer organization or PEO is a company that goes in and takes over uh, a lot of the employer responsibilities from small and medium-sized businesses so that, that they can focus on, you know, what they went into business to do. So we, you know, when you go into business and you hire people, then you become like a tax collector and, you know, you're, you're a government agent, right? You got to report all kinds of things. You you have to comply with with regulations. You, you, you have to provide a safe workplace. You have to purchase insurance. And these are all things that you didn't go into business to do and they're not revenue generating tasks. So we come in and take over all that for you and you get experts in all of these areas of payroll, HR, benefits, work comp and workplace safety. And it's just a much more to run that aspect of your business by outsourcing it to professionals. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, what area of your business, uh, Thomas has brought you the most fulfillment? Well, I love seeing how we are able to help that small business uh, focused their attention on on their core products and service and and grow. Um, you know, companies that use PEOs uh, fail far less, or I guess I could say it more positively, succeed far more uh, as a percentage <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. than businesses that don't use a PEO. Um, and it's, you know, it's because they're able to, you know, focus on, focus on what on they're what good at. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Focus on revenue, generating revenue and not, not, uh, pushing paper around and complying with, with, uh, bogus regulations. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, what, what is one quality that you have that you think has contributed most to your success? Well, probably that I'm super boring and I love to just uh, research and read <laughs> and, and write. <laughs> okay. So I guess that's that's probably pretty helpful in what I do. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I mean, it seems like it seems like it's just a lot, like you said, a lot of regulations and and all these things that you, that you would have to know to be able to offer that kind of a service. Because if you if you do it in an incorrect manner, it, wouldn't there just wouldn't there be a lot of uh, repercussions for that for you professionally? This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with. 
Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Oh, sure. Yeah. Can't be given bad advice. And um, you know, if you don't know what you're talking about, then you know you're what what good are you? Right, right. What is something typically seen as a negative in your industry that you could uh, maybe offer a different perspective on? Well, our industry has a little bit of a, a black eye, and it's it, it, the industry has done it to itself over the years. Um, a lot of people who very much like an insurance business, it's like insurance and accounting, right? And so there's been a lot of people over the years that have gotten into the business who aren't familiar with either of those disciplines. They don't, they don't have those disciplines. They approach it from more of a sales perspective and they end up getting themselves in, in trouble when it comes to the insurance side because, and the, and the tax side, because, you know, you're collecting a tremendous amount of money and, uh, it's not due right away necessarily to all of your, all of your vendors. And so a lot of companies, like a personal piggy bank and end up then having the money that they need in order to pay the taxes or pay the work comp insurance premium or the the health benefits premium, and then they go out of business. And when that happens, if if a PE goes out of business, if a PEO goes out of business and they haven't paid all of the payroll tax obligations, then the clients are still responsible, even though they may have already paid the PEO. So it's super important that, that you partner with one who has been around who has audited statements and and who has the financial wherewithal to be in the business that they're in. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, okay, cool. I, I kind of want to uh, switch gears a little bit. And uh, this is the Build Your Network podcast, the guide to growing your inner circle. So I kind of want to uh, shift gears into talking a little bit more specifically about networking and, uh, and connecting and uh, building relationships with others and stuff like that, okay? First, first question on that. Do, do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? 
um, who you know. <laughs> I I know it's who you know because I've learned it's who you know over all of these years in, in business. Um, they can bring opportunities that doesn't matter how much you know will never bring you. Right when you when you have the right connections and the right network and I mean it, business is a relationship still arrangement right people want to do business with people they know and if you're not out networking then you know how do you expand that and so if i do one thing it would be go back and and tell myself 20 years ago to get out and and network and not be a hermit don't don't be in the office all the time get out to the conferences get out to the the trade shows and get out to the clients more often because they're great for networking. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell us about a time when a connection in your life led to a moment of success. Well, one of the biggest, uh, I guess, most influential relationships that, that I've had over the last, I want to say, 15 years or so is um, one of my business, who a guy ended up becoming one of my business partners, but we had um, retained a a, an a, a investment banking firm to come in and, and help us put a, a a couple of companies together and make a presentation to the financial markets. And they uh, assigned us a a CPA to to help with uh, putting you know the financial information together. And he ended up becoming our chief financial officer and then later a business partner. And, you know, we've been friends uh, ever since and have done a lot of things together. I know it's, there's no way to actually know the answer to this, but I just like to get an idea of, of, of the importance of some of these relationships that we've, that we've been able to build through the years. How far behind in your story would you be, do you think, if you had never made that one connection? Well, I, I, first of all, I think that's an excellent question. And I could very well, I could say with confidence that uh, there are, are a number of opportunities that that I've had over the years that I believe are in large part due to that relationship. Um, at one point, we were able to you know acquire uh, control of a credit union. Um, we've had you know various work comp insurance relationships that were wh- where this relationship was instrumental in helping to to obtain and more. More because of just the fit, the the friendship, and and the, the way you know we work together and complement each other, and not just him, but my uh, my other business partner. And yeah, I can I can say there's a number of opportunities that would not have surfaced, or would not have we not we would not have been able to maximize those opportunities to the same extent that we did. Obviously, it's a is a really important aspect, and. Um, like what you were saying, you would go back in time to tell yourself 20 years ago, Hey, get out of the office, go network. Um, why do you think that people in general typically fail at increasing their influence or growing their inner circle? Well, I think people are, are afraid. <laughs> I think people maybe feel like they're not good enough or smart enough or have anything to contribute. It can be intimidating when you're, you know, at these conferences and you know you get all these different personality types and some people are blowhards and they're just like you know you're, you might be turned off by those personalities and a very outgoing or aggressive personality type can be super hard to to meet people mm-hmm. I mean yeah. you know it's uncomfortable right 
Right. And, and kind of on that, one thing I really like to stress is that probably the biggest mistake that I see people make when networking is only asking for something in return from the people that they connect with. What is your experience with that? And what are some ways that you try to add more value to your inner circle than you receive? Well, I don't think I, I'm a terrible sales guy, so I don't think I ever ask anyone for really anything. Okay. Uh, I, I would even say that I, I probably could ask some people for some help, you know, because I've got these longstanding relationships and I don't know that I really, you know, yeah. ask for some help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm definitely a giver. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I would not even, I would not be comfortable just being one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. Being one of those guys. Um, so I, it's, to me, it's, it's instrumental. It's huge. You know, you, you, you can't just go out and I mean, I can't imagine you're gonna have many friends. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah, you're just exactly. always asking and not giving. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you actually brought that up. Cause that, that is something that, um, um, I, I always try to emphasize how important it is to give value to other people, but I, I, ha- I come from a strong sales background. So when I ask that question, it's because I know too many people that are always constantly, um, asking for things in return when they've never done anything to merit that ask. And so I'm glad you brought up the, the opposite end of that, because, um, I think, I think that is, that is equally as important is, um, as making sure that you're constantly giving and giving and giving, but also setting yourself up in a way that, uh, uh, to be able to capitalize on, on some of those opportunities that might come up from that. So I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Right. I mean, don't, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, the answer to your, from the last question, um, um, I think really comes in play at that point. Um, why, why you thought people would fail at increasing their influences? Well, there's just, you know, they're, they're afraid they, 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 they don't have that aggressive personality type. So it's hard, it's harder for them to get out there and, and do some of those things. And then when they do get out there and do some of those things and overcome that fear, then there's another fear there to not be that guy at the networking event with a thousand business cards in his back pocket, you know, running around and, um, trying to, trying to get everybody's attention and stuff. So, um, but yes, yeah, definitely. I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, if, if you had to choose one networking tip, what would it be? I would probably just say to be yourself, be happy, be positive. I mean, I guess if you're not happy and positive, then be happy and positive, <laughs> but obviously be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you gotta be an attractive person, not, not attractive physically, cause Lord knows I'm not attractive <laughs> physically, but it, you gotta be, you know, you've got to have uh, a smile and a, and, and look like you, you want to be friends with people. So, so your demeanor, you know, I guess you're the way you carry yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's important to bring up too, because, um, I think you and I probably have a pretty similar personality, um, meaning we're probably a little bit more on the dry side. <laughs> but, uh, so I do understand what you mean by be yourself. You know, you can't be fake and, and, uh, um, completely a different person when you go meet these people. But at the same time, it is important to have a smile on and be happy and have that attractive personality to, to look like you, like you want to be friends uh, with people. So I think that was, that was great advice. Um, is there a place either online or in person that you go to specifically cultivate relationships? Well, that's, I'm, I can't believe I don't have something right off the top of my head for that. You know, recently I've been using LinkedIn has this, I think it's called opportunities. Um, it's a, it's a online 
you know, forum, I guess. And basically you, you tell it, you know, what you're looking for and what you provide. And I've actually, um, I've never really been big on those things, but, um, I decided to give it a try like four months ago and I've actually been able to, uh, generate a couple of, uh, relationships locally with people that I, you know, probably wouldn't have otherwise met. And, you know, now we have a working relationship and that's, that's proven to be, to be uh, fruitful. Huh. So LinkedIn opportunities, I, I probably I'll have to go check that out. Um, sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, who is the most interesting or influential person that you've met through networking? Well, there's a lot that I've met. A lot of interesting, some people like not, not uh, in a good way interesting, like <laughs> infamous <Okay>. types. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I, I would have to say, uh, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with John Lee Dumas, um, you know, just because uh, over, over the last three or four years, I think he's been the one, the one figure, the one person who has had the most impact on, on kind of my change in direction. Um, oh, like I said, over the last few years and not, not change in direction from, you know, what I do, I, the industry that I work in, but, you know, I went from, uh, um, resigning as the chief operating officer of venture employer services to, to getting into the sales side of the business and becoming uh, a sales organization hmm. for the same company that I used to, that I co-founded and that I used to be the uh, CEO and COO of. Throughout your career, uh, uh, Tom, and this will kind of go right in with the last the last answer. Uh, throughout your career, how important have mentorships and masterminds been? Well, throughout my career, they haven't been as important as they should have been because I didn't do a whole lot of them. And it wasn't until these last three or four years where I've started to realize that uh, I, I need I need these. I need to be participating in these. I should have done a whole lot more of it before. I mean, before it was really just, I would say the mastermind was my, my business partnership. But uh, even as a business partnership, we could have, uh, I think, I think done so much more and greater things had we as a group participated in these things and each maybe had our own uh, mentors and, and been part of our own masterminds. Uh, but Having done that now the last several years, I can tell you that, uh, again, I would go back and, and do that from, from day one. So if you've got some young listeners out there, that this is the way to go. Find mentors, participate in masterminds. It'll pay huge dividends. Yeah, so, so, so important. And that's definitely something that I'm learning right now. And that's actually how uh, you and I met was that a mastermind that uh, was put on by, by, by John Lee Dumas. And uh, man, so many, See, just perfect uh, example, just so many awesome uh, connections, first of all, but not even just connections. It's just, I just, I don't, I, I, I got home from that and told, and I told my wife this, I was just like, I, I don't even know how long it would have taken me to figure out that stuff. So, I mean, yeah, it was a large financial investment to get there, but how much time did I save and how much money did I save by doing that? Um, than just trying to sit at home and, and figure it out myself or, 
read 30 books on different topics that may not have anything to do specifically with me and my business. So um, that's definitely something that, that, that I'm learning a lot right now. And uh, like you said, perfect example for um, um, that you and I met that something like that. And now here we are doing a, doing an interview, you know, a couple weeks later and on um, stuff like that. So um, super, super, super important. Um, if, if you moved to a new place, Tom, and lost all of your current contacts, what would you do to start building your network? Well, I would go out and visit with the business people in the business community. I mean, I would reach whatever my field of interest is or my where my expertise was. Uh, I would just start making contacts with people who were influential and and really just asking them uh, actually interview them. I think would be a great way. That's what I do. I'd start a podcast. Yeah, I would start a podcast, and I would would find those influential people in my surrounding community, and I would be reaching out to them and interviewing them. I mean, that to me, that's it's the quickest, most effective way to get yourself out there and to get to know the movers and shakers. Oh yeah, so so huge. I've only been doing this for a little bit, but. Um, the people that I've met since I've started doing uh, this podcast have just, it, it's just a, it would just be a completely different conversation if I wasn't leading somewhere to ask them to, to come and be a guest on the show. You know, it would just be kind of like a weird, awkward, like, Hey, how's it going? I like what you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so with, with having a podcast, it's, so what's your favorite color? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It <laughs> kind of gives you a direction. Um, a direction to 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 go and a, something to shoot for when when you're when you're talking to some of these people that um, that you admire and stuff. Um, what fear? I know we kind of touched on this earlier, but specifically, what fear have you overcome through networking? The fear of uh, appearing stupid. I mean, hmm. I've got I come to the grips that look, I I I do know a few things. I have some things to contribute, and just get out there. I mean, I think everybody's kind of in the same situation, right? In the same boat. Yeah. And, yeah. and kind of feels like junior high all over again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it does. And uh, you just got to get over that and, and, uh, realize that you have value, you have things to contribute. And, you know, I don't pretend to be able to jump into a conversation and talk about, you know, rocket science. I mm-hmm. don't have a clue. Right. Right. But I love hearing about it. And, you know, I could got a lot of questions and so, so much good stuff here, T-Rock. Uh, now I kind of want to move into something I call the random round, which is basically just a few quick questions with some really quick answers and, um, have some, have some fun with it. Are you ready? Let's do it. This is the random round. What profession other than your own, do you think it'd be fun to attempt? Forest ranger. Forest Ranger. All right. If you could sit on a park bench with someone, past or present, and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why? Uh, George Washington, because what he did, from what I know, is absolutely brilliant. And I don't know who else could have pulled it off. I would love to, to get inside his mind and... and learn from him definitely definitely how do you like to learn most books blogs or podcasts podcasts tell me one of your favorite ones well it is entrepreneur on fire is one 
Uh, Mixer G is a, is another one. Give us give us a glimpse of your morning routine. Well, it, it varies based on when school is in session, but it's you know I'll I'll get up at six, um, have a little breakfast, get my daughter to school, and then get into the office and start uh, a- analyzing the the day jumping on my tasks from there what is your go-to pump up song well i have a go-to song which is uh brian adams summer of 69 i was born in the summer of 69 by the way all right so maybe that's why i like that song (laughs) but i go that that song really yeah i i love that song what are you not very good at? Uh, like a lot of things. Um, <laughs> Let's go outside of business realm. Something, something that you that you've maybe tried of, once or twice, and you're just like, man, I'm I'm just no good at this. Like I suck at basketball. <laughs> okay. That. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, uh, why don't you tell us one place uh, that we can find you the most, uh, T Rock, and then uh, we'll we'll get things wrapped up. Uh, LinkedIn is a great place to connect with me, or you can go to my website, um, smallbizbrainiac.com. And by the way, if you have employees or you, you have questions about being an employer or employees, you can go there and there's a, a place just on the main page. You scroll down a little bit. It's called Got Questions, and you can ask any employer-related question, and, and I would love to to help you. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, man. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. I enjoyed it. That's all for this episode of Build Your Network. Your next step is to visit byn.media slash FB to join in on our Facebook group for more personal engagement, proven strategies and tactics to reach your ultimate goals. That's byn.media forward slash FB. Remember, you're only one connection away. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.